0: Hello, you're listening to the second installment of our special plant-based series sponsored by Equinom and led entirely by women. I'm Bethan Grills, editor of New Food, and today I'm thrilled to be joined by three amazing experts in the plant-based arena. My first guest I'd like to introduce is Gabriela Perez Hernandez, Kellogg's company director of external partnerships of the global plant protein innovation platform. Welcome Gabriella. it's so wonderful uh, to have you here.
1: Thank you, uh, great pleasure to be here.
0: It's also my pleasure to introduce Liz Williams, Development and Application Director for Meat, Meat Alternatives and Savory Snacks for Kerry. Liz, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you very much for inviting me. And last but not least, I'd love to introduce you to Segal Mejovic, Director of Protein R&D at Equinom. Segal, lovely to have you join us
2: thank you Bethan. actually i'm really excited and honored to be part of this wonderful women leadership uh, forum so thank you for having me
0: as am i i am so honored to be joined by such amazing people within the sector so thank you so much for for you know being here Um as per episode one we're here to glean insights into the plant-based market from the leaders and as You can tell from their introductions, they really are some brilliant, brilliant guests. So, um, I'm, I'm thrilled to have them here. Um, Gabriella, I'd like you to kick us off. Um, what do you believe is driving demand for this sector?
1: Well, yeah, th- thank you, Bethany, for the uh, and great pleasure again to be here with Liz and Sigal. So, uh, what is driving the demand? Uh, uh, I think it's the consumer side driving this, right? Uh, uh, Three things come as a driver's health. Uh, Plant-based foods are better for your health. Uh, Consumers are hitting this. uh, They are experimenting with plant proteins, incorporating in their diets. So that is uh, uh, one of the top drivers uh, as well, the the planet. Plant-based foods are better for the planet, uh, for the environment. And uh, and we're making uh, more uh, purpose-driven choices, right? And and lastly, animal welfare. And we saw uh, with how the COVID pandemic accelerated this demand. So how uh, during the first months, we we saw how the animal meat supply chain uh, was disrupted and the plant-based meat alternative was more resilient. So I I, I truly believe this will have a long-lasting effect on the consumer preferences and uh, we'll be looking for more uh, demand in plant-based foods.
3: And Liz, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I would completely agree with that. We um, Consumers are really driving this. Um, consumers are reportedly um, reducing the amount of dairy in their day-to-day intake. Um, they're really driving that consumer demand. Um, we've done a piece of work where there's been virtually 4,000 respondents, a propriety piece of work, which is really driving our insight and really helping um, sort of underpin our, our concepts and our commitment to this. Um, sustainability as well is key, as Gabriella was saying. That's just um, phenomenal, the amount of um, focus here and plant-based is really driving that and embedding that into um into the market
0: wonderful thank you so much Um, okay so one of the biggest challenges with plant-based alternatives is mimicking the taste and texture of meat Um, how is equinom Seagull, um helping companies achieve this
2: Okay, thank you, Bethany, for such a wonderful uh, question. And when it comes actually to mimicking these desirable, I would say, uh, characteristics for the food industry, this is something that we specialized in Equinom. Actually, Equinom has a consumer-centric platform where it is all about customizing our ingredients at the source. So our grains, our seeds, the ingredients, and we have to remind ourselves when we're speaking about the qualities or desirable qualities for food, that till now ingredients were bred for high-yield carbs. But at Equinom, when we are looking at the vast collection of ingredients that we have, we see and also recognize that there is so much natural diversity and untapped potential when it comes to this characteristics that are desirable for a food application, such as taste, mouthfeel, the different textures, the colors, and many more traits that are important for uh, the food application or different food application. And at Equinom, we are working on bringing back these golden traits for human consumption of course, it is important to note because we get this question a lot that we are strictly uh, producing non-GMO and non-gene editing ingredients. We are just bringing back the natural diversity we see in the the, the I would say the collection. So uh, in order to answer your question uh, the industry to answer the industry's need for better tasting uh, and texture of plant-based alternative actually Equinom has integrated both agriculture and food technologies to create an end-to-end solution from seed to plate that harnesses this natural diversity. And to do this, our in-house food application lab translates these requirements from our customers into equinoms functionally and nutritionally validated ingredients. And of course, when it comes to the taste, the texture, the mouthfeel, we have our in-house tasting panel. And also we have have a very unique equipment that enables us to screen those thousand ingredient to match the desirable characteristics of taste and also uh, I would say the biochemical composition and the functional characteristics and of course all of these come together in order to develop to, de- to, de- to develop and de- to deliver the validated quality ingredient
0: i think i would love to be on a tasting panel i can imagine it's one of those things where it sounds better than it is um yeah absolutely because I mean, the what the, the problem is isn't it is that you get this with the taste and texture of trying to mimic meat is the whole overdosing and trying to mask and it's a oh, You know, I don't know whether we've perfected it as of yet, but, you know, it's really great to see that you guys are, you know, really innovating within this sector. Now, in terms of the ingredients that people turn to, soy seems to be a firm favourite. But what other ingredients are we starting to see emerge on the plant-based radar? Um, Gabriella, I'd like to get your thoughts on this.
1: Yeah, sure. Yes, Uh, soy is a a great protein, right? Uh, Great nutritional quality, and it is one of our our favourites. So, but we're also looking to diversify our plant protein sources, right? Uh, Not only for for the consumer who's looking uh, for plant proteins beyond soy, but as well to to contribute to the plant diversity. And Sigal mentioned how much uh, richness is in the diversity. So uh, definitely uh, uh, emerging plant proteins that are coming. I guess the next step could be uh, pulses, uh, lentils, chickpeas, oats. uh, And then uh, if we start looking a little bit further, we have other proteins, they have great functionality. Um, uh, Lemna leaf protein, uh, the Rubisco protein has been a a, a very, I'm very excited about this protein, but uh, there is so much to learn from, uh, even uh, even from soy, right? There is so much richness and diversity that uh, I think uh, Sigal mentioned they're exploring. So uh, definitely uh, quite a bit of diversity to explore.
0: I think it's going to be really exciting because we are we do rely kind of over rely on soy, and as you said, you know it's not just a biodiversity um, issue, but it's also soy is an allergen. So by you know expanding into different ingredients, we're immediately going to widen the you know the the consumer net of you know who can who can eat this stuff. Um, I mean, i I've, I've actually started to hear that hemp is being used as an alternative and i think that's a really interesting one you know you think of hemp you don't i don't wouldn't think you know plant-based burgers or anything like that um liz what are your thoughts on this what's going to be the the go-to ingredient is it going to be something like hemp or, or pea for example or or is soy always going to lead the way
3: i think soy is always going to be there it's um a, a key Pro, um, protein, it's the mo- the closest that we can get in terms of the th- mimicking the texture of, of meat. But as we find out more about different protein sources, um, um, we have a, a, a Examples of pea proteins, um, concepts out on the market already. Um, that's driving um, a, a growth. And fava bean is also something that um, we're, we're, we're looking at and promoting. And they're both clean-label, non-allergen products. But it's around the sourcing of these raw materials. You know, we need to diversify um, to enable continued sources. Um, Other cereal bases uh, include oats, um, rice, corn, spelt is also something that we've looked at. And it depends really what you're looking for from your products. In meat alternatives, you're looking for um, the texture as well as the taste of meat. And within the dairy... Um, alternatives. You're looking for the the silky smoothness of um, that, that replicates the the milk um, that you're replacing, which is a key driver as well. Um, yeah. So within all of that, you, you, we're also having to um, develop taste solutions that are building. Um, the authenticity, whether it be a cooking process, if you're doing a, a beef burger, so you've got your meaty notes, your savoury notes, um, your smoky notes um, to mimic the, the flame grilled of a, a, of a burger, um, and, and your dairy notes. Um, again, it's it, to try and mimic the, the and replicate the delivery of milk um, as more and more people are turning to... Um, dairy-free alternatives
0: yeah I mean, you wouldn't you wouldn't ever think of it i mean you know maybe it's because i'm on the journalism side but you wouldn't ever think of there being so many different elements to consider you know the snow the, the smoky notes the dairy notes it's just it's so fascinating uh, and it's probably very apt that i'm actually drinking an oat milk tea right now um and i actually have to say i prefer oat milk um, there you go, there's the plug. <laughs> I am definitely prefer oat milk to, um, to, you know, the traditional dairy. There's been a massive, okay,
3: massive um... influx of um, um, dairy alternatives um, on the market. Oh, yeah. And I mean, the holy grail is cheese. And to be able to replicate the taste and the the melting point and that lovely stringiness um, mm. uh, of cheese. And that is something that Kerry are working heavily on and, and developing with, with Park.
0: Does. I mean, one of the ingredients they generally turn to in, in cheese, um, and I don't know whether we will ever t- sort of see maybe other ingredients is coconut, isn't it? I mean, there's it's always kind of and I, there's always that sort of um, when I ever get the dairy free cheese and couldn't I can always like, oh, this is slightly coconutty. I mean, I quite like it. Um, but yeah, there are I think there has been barriers there because, you know, there is again, just going back to that whole um masking and overdosing and that kind of issue it's so fascinating okay so i mean as we can see you know we're talking about loads of different ingredients here and you know the demand as you said is increasing so it's evident that the plant based market is a rapidly evolving sector it's driven by things like sustainability by health conscious consumers so as a leader in this uh, space um sagal you know how do you adapt to always ensuring you're delivering to those changing demands?
2: Yes, thank you, Baron. and this is a great question. Uh, so maybe referring to my former uh, question uh, where I mentioned our integrated uh, agriculture and food technology system that was developed in Equinom to create this end-to-end solution from seed to plate, where when we're looking under the hood of this platform. At the heart of it, of it, there is Equinom's AI system, which is actually a tool that was developed in order to enable us to be more dynamic and meet the ever-changing demands of the plant-based industry. and. Actually, to begin with, when we developed originally the AI uh, tool, it was developed to provide a faster and more accurate way to combine the multiple and complex, I would say, biochemical characteristics in order to match our ingredients to different clients. And this AI enables us to determine the influence and to predict the multiple biochemical traits uh, that, are, that influence the final product, I would say quality, either the functionality, the texture, its mouthfeel, the taste, and we can even predict the ingredient nutritional value. And maybe as an example of using this platform in order to answer the ever-changing industry demand, I can give Equinom's alternative protein partnership with Broquette where we were transforming non-GMO P ingredient at the source And maybe starting with a little bit of history, in 2016, we engaged with Roquette with varieties that contained more protein than commercial benchmarks. And back then, Roquette asked us to use these uh, crops for increased protein yield for their protein isolate products. And then in 2020, we have completed the R&D program and delivered varieties that had 50% more protein while, of course, still maintaining the desirable, yes, qualities. It, it is impressive, yes, maintaining uh, the desirable qualities uh, for yield and disease resistant. And uh, now in 2021, we're actually showing the value of these varieties to not only improve protein isolates, but also for protein concentrate production. And maybe just to finish off, I would like to give an example that by using these new varieties, we were able to use dry fractionation processes to create protein concentrate with 70% protein for alternative meat market in comparison to the commercially available uh, protein concentrate that have only 55%. And of course, using this dry fractionation processes can reduce energy and water usage. So in other words, we were very fast to adapt to, uh, to adapt our ingredients and varieties to the industry demands for clean processing and improved functionality ingredients. So when talking about sustainability, I think we we're able to do it.
0: Wow. Wow. So, so, I mean, yeah, you see my face there. Sort of like, that, that's definitely some impressive um, results there. So well done uh, to Equinom. and um, Gabriela, what about what about Kellogg's? Um, so you know it's a, a rapidly evolving sector. How are you? How are you guys adapting um, to ensure that you're always delivering to the demands?
1: Yeah, for us, uh, you know, it's a consumers interfacing company, right? So we need to innovate in line with what our, our what people want. Listen to our consumers, and and we know in this space some of the barriers. What are uh, you know taste? We talk about taste, uh, and as well cost. So we need that. Uh, to unlock technical solutions uh, to be able to to bring uh, plant proteins in this space accessible for all. So uh, how we do it, I uh, need to have a kind of entrepreneurial mindset, uh, experiment in the market, test uh, and adapt. Uh, and uh, and again, uh, to deliver uh, breakthrough innovation, we cannot do it alone, right? We need to to, yeah. to build ecosystems, partnerships, partnerships. Um, see i just mentioned this technology that they have right like with technology startups uh suppliers academia to move in this space uh is it's moving so fast uh, uh from the consumers uh, uh what they want and as well the technology that is being developed so definitely um collaboration it it will be key
0: yeah absolutely I mean you hear that um Throughout the industry and in any kind of category, you know whether it's food safety or a particular division like plant bases, collaboration is is key. So I think that's a really really important message there. And and Liz, from from Kerry's perspective, um, you know how are you guys ensuring that you're you're pivoting fast and you know keeping um, a pace with everything.
3: Everything that we're doing is uh, we're partnering with um, our customers. Um, everything we do is c- customer and market um, led um, through our insights and our proprietary tools. Um, we adapt our um, our our teams and our processes um, and our capabilities to address all of those. Um, those needs and they ensure our agility and our speed to market. We've got a uh, um, strong technical um, um, teams who have um, who are forward looking um, and future thinking to five years time. Who are complementing the the day to day development team and you know we're bringing the the, the new solutions. Um, um embraced by food craft but also with um the 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 food technology and the food science and I that's something that we we really sort of believe in and marry together our deeps uh, our deep knowledge and passion of the culinary um, um science really drives through um, how we can deliver the best products that we can deliver for our customers whether we're addressing um, food preservation and protection taste functionality yield improvement all of those um, those consumer needs and customer needs um, we're able to address and we work in partnership with um, our customers and we're underpinning all of that is our sustainability um, um, focus and we've got some really strong sustainable, deliver um, targets to be delivering on um, a- along with our customers and the only way we can do that and deliver on the those targets is by collaborating and partnering with um, the right customers and the right partnerships
0: yeah absolutely everyone's sort of nodding along <laughs> with what you're saying there okay so let's wrap up you know you, you mentioned the future there, Liz. Um, so, where do you think the industry is heading?
3: I think taste has to be key. Um, when you, taste and succulence, um, if you if you don't deliver on taste, then a consumer won't go back and buy the product again. Um, if it's over-enhanced or um, too salty, consumers will pick up on that. And the consumers are more um, educated than they used to, you know, they're most more educated in those needs and their wants and demanding better and better health. Variety as well, so, something the consumers want mm. is, you know, Driving that. Um, clean label. Um, gone are the days of really long, complicated ingredient declarations. The consumers are demanding clean label, transparent products, um, w- whether it be a plant based dairy alternative or a um, plant based nugget. Sustainability and health and nutrition. Again, it's about be able to deliver a balanced diet and help the um, our our customers and our consumers um, be deliver the best products that they're able to able to.
0: Wonderful. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I think you know we, we're we're going to see a lot of innovation. I I've read about a. Um, it was really fascinating something really fascinated me anyway was um plant-based products that actually not only mimic the taste and the texture of meat but also the you know when you cut into the steak you know if it's rare you've got the the kind of the the blood uh, you know how some some companies are actually mimicking that whole experience. Yes. I think it's gonna be really exciting to see, you know, where the plant-based sector goes. And you know, there's a lot of pressure on companies at the moment like yourselves because there are so many demands, you know, you, you said you've got to consider not just um, you know, the the experience, the taste of it. Um but also things like are you being sustainable? Is it clean label? Is it natural? There's a lot of different, you know, you're spinning a lot of plates. Um Gabriella, I'd love to know to know your thoughts. Um yeah. you know, where's everything headed?
1: Yeah, definitely agree with uh, what Liz has said, right? Taste is here to stay, uh and and again this, this space uh, will continue growing, right? Our consumers are becoming more aware of how their food choices impact uh, their health and the environment. So definitely with all the climate change going on, uh, uh, sustainability will be uh, key. So, uh, and uh, yeah, and consumers are, uh, you know, are becoming more purpose-driven and they want to engage with brands that they are aligned with their values. So they want to know where their ingredients come from. They want to know, you know, how we make the food uh, and uh, how their choices are impacting the the planet, so uh definitely uh, I see the plant based industry uh, getting bigger and bigger
0: mm yeah absolutely totally agree with that and I think what we 're probably going to see is a lot of technology um helping you know companies implement that so in terms of you know province technology like blockchain that you know mm-hmm. actually enables consumers to do that because and you know this whole concept of total transparency that a uh, consumer doesn't have to go very far in order to to get those details about about it's the supply chain of a brand i think that's really going to be really interesting to to see how that uh that evolves uh segal coming to you uh last you know we've um, got any sort of final thoughts about where everything's mm-hmm. headed
2: Yes, so of course I agree both uh, with Liz and Gabriella. Taste is key. We're working on it. In I think functionality, which we're also working on and trying to connect it to the composition of our ingredients, it's also important when we're speaking about the mouth feel, of course, and the gelation of the product, especially when it comes to meat. We have to extrude those those materials. We have to work on this functionality also when it comes to dairy uh, alternatives and analogs and also for drinks, Uh, So I see the diversity that Liz spoke about. This is very important. And we are also working on diverse uh, types of ingredients from soybean, which is currently the king, but also on pea and mung bean and chickpea. So I think this is the future, allowing the diversity and giving all this natural diversity that we see, uh, bringing it out there.
0: Well, thank you so much, I think that's Uh, a a great way to close this um, really interesting uh, round table Um, you know it's fascinating to to get you guys together and hear your thoughts and I'm certain that our listeners will have enjoyed hearing them today as well so all that's left to say really is thank you to you three um, and Equinom uh, our sponsor and also you guys our lovely audience Uh, stay tuned for more episode three is coming your way Um, until then Take care and uh, and you know keep reading new food magazine. I had to say that, really, didn't I? Uh, goodbye. Uh, stay safe.